Good evening. Welcome to the PSI Monthly Teleseminar. My name is Kat, and I will be your host for this evening. And on behalf of PSI Seminars, welcome to the call. PSI has been offering personal growth seminars around the world for over 40 years. And each month on these calls, we explore tools and techniques from the PSI Basic Course as a free resource for you in your ongoing personal growth and self-improvement. For those of you who are new to PSI Seminars and would like to find out more about the PSI Basic Seminar or any of our advanced courses, you can go to PSISeminars.com where you'll find information about all of our seminars as well as the dates and locations for upcoming classes. That's PSISeminars.com. The topic for tonight's call is Achieving Your Goals. And first, I would like to introduce your speaker. We have a very special guest with us this evening, Mr. Tim O'Kelly. Tim started his journey in personal growth in 1988 when he attended all of the PSI courses. He made a decision to make this his life's work and became a trainer in 1991. He is passionate and loves this work. Tim, are you with us? I am here. Thank you. Wonderful. It's exciting to have you. Well, thank you. I love these. I love these. I uh, I really look forward to these. Um, you know, I get some time to think about a certain subject, and I get to really dive into it, and then and then uh, the uh, now I get to deliver it. It's a, it's always a special time for me. I really do thank you for asking me to do this. I appreciate it. Kat, you ready for me just to go into it now? Absolutely. You do your thing. We're very excited to hear about what you have to say about goals, and then we'll do uh, some questions after that. Okay, let's go. Um, one, hello, everybody. And, and, and I just want to acknowledge you for taking time to work on yourself. Um, I appreciate that more and more as I've been doing these classes for 20-some years. And, and people that are willing to take time out of their precious schedule and life and kids and everything to do some work. Uh, I just, I really want to say thank you and I appreciate, I appreciate your commitment to, to your, to your life and to your, your growth. So um, the topic uh, today is achieving goals and you know, there's so many angles we could go with this. Um, You know, the, the art of the visualizing the goals and, I mean, it's such a huge, huge topic. So what I've decided to do tonight on this is to think about why we have a hard time obtaining. Why do we even have to have a webinar on achieving goals? Because it's a challenge. It's, it's difficult at times. And then sometimes it's not difficult. And so what I want to focus on tonight, and hopefully I answer for you, is one of the reasons why we do not get goals. So I was thinking in this, that if we help uncover why we do not get goals, and then we make that shift, in theory, it should be very simple that we would get more of our goals, which is what I'm about which is what I'm about specifically on this call, is to find that maybe missing link that you haven't seen before that we often don't, I cannot say, it's we don't think about it sometimes in, in the construction of our goals of what, what's off. Because I, I really don't believe it's, it's you and I. What I mean by that is that you know, anybody who's on this call who wants to get better at setting goals, you've got a lot to you. You've got a lot about you. You've done, you've done courses. You've done seminars. You've read books. You've listened to CDs. You've, you, you're a good person. You've got it going on. So is it really just that we're miserable and that we're, we're horrible at it? No, it's not. It's really, really not. It's something else that we do that I think really, really makes it challenging. And that's what I'm about answering on this call tonight. And I hope it's enlightening for you. I hope there's an aha tonight uh, and, that, and that you start practicing, of course, because none of this really does anything in, unless we practice it. So, you know, and, and, and so if you think about setting a goal, I, I, I want to I start this 
with just, you know, going back over something that is common that we know, that just about everybody knows. Because it is, the reason everybody knows it, because it is important. Um, but what I'm excited about is we're not going to leave it there and then say, now just go get your goals. We're going to go to a place that we don't often go to in this, and I'm really excited about that. So I want you to imagine in your mind, or if you want to write it down on a piece of paper, you're more than welcome to, the word smart, okay, which right when I say that, anybody who's done the basic course is going to go, I already know this. I got it. I got it. We're just going to go over it again real quick just to make some points, and then we're going to go to a bigger place, okay? So if you can remember the acronym SMART, S stands for specific. So, you know, if you, if you look at the ladder of achievement, mine looks like this, where the bottom rung on the ladder would be we have tasks, T-A-S-K-S, task. A task is something that we can all do and that we have to do to get through our daily life, not a lot of risk, not a lot of challenge, more, if anything, probably just kind of a pain in our rear. A task of, I've got to wash the dishes, I've got to clean the house, I've got to feed the kids, I've got, these, these are everyday things, these are what we call tasks, not a lot of risk involved. The next stage would be goals. What defines a goal? Well, a goal is not something that we do every day. It's, it's not something that we know we can do every day. It requires more of us. It requires a deeper part of us to obtain these. And, you know, I, I, like I said, I, I, I started doing this work with PSI Seminars in 1988, and, and as I instruct classes still to this day. Um, I've never asked this question, and I'm always curious. If I were to ask a room in the basic course, how many people here have goals? I really wonder how many would be able to say that they have specific goals. And the only reason I know that's a challenge is what they go through during that great exercise on Saturday where we go and, and set goals. I don't think most people have clearly defined goals. And so when we bring up this SMART technique, yes, we have gone over it before in the class, but I'm asking you to open your mind up again and look at it maybe a little bit different way. So, what is a goal? Why is it, what's a goal different than a task? Well, that's why the, the word SMART is so important. Now, the corporate version of the SMART technique, um, that's what I call it, the corporate version, um, we have changed. We have modified PSI seminars. So, for those people that have done the basic course, the, the version that you got is not the original version. The original version, I call it corporate because I think it's a business-minded um, technique that employees can grasp hold of and produce results for companies. I mean, uh, it, uh, this smart neck technique does not put people on the moon. It does not build the Golden Gate Bridge. It does not build phenomenal results. But it can produce medium, medium-level results, and we've got to do those. So I'm not making fun of it at all. But I'm saying there's another level that we can go to. So S stands for specific. That's what makes a goal versus a way of life. Uh, I want to be happy. That's not specific. So what defines a goal is this smart technique. So when you set a goal, you want to look at it and say, is it specific? What I mean by that is if you wrote it out, and you gave it to your, well, I don't know, anybody in your life, your relationship, your family, friends, and you hadn't told them yet, and they read it, would they be able to support you because they know exactly what the goal is? Or would they have to ask you questions? Would they have to ask for clarity? Would they have to? So when you set your goal, based on how our brain works, you do want to be very, very specific. And some people go, yeah, I don't like that. Because, no, sometimes we like to dream. And dreaming is not always specific, and that's okay, but a goal is. Okay, so make sure that your goal is specific. So let's say that possibly a bigger dream for you is a really, really great relationship. 
you know, to, to find your man, to find your woman, to find your partner in life, and to have a really, really great relationship. Well, when you go to set a goal and it goes to specifics, well, what are some of those things that you can do in your relationship on a consistent basis that would improve your relationship? Going to dinner, um, uh, date night, every Tuesday night, 7 o'clock, date night, no phones, no kids, maybe one phone if you do have children at home, of course. You know what I mean by that. But to be able to eliminate all of the, the, the distractions that we have so that we can go to dinner and talk about us. And let's do that every week. You know, it, you just got to think that if we do that every week, by the end of a certain time frame, we're going to have a better relationship. Of course it's not guaranteed. Nothing is. The greater the guarantee... The many, uh, what well, Mr. Wilhite said this. Let me get that clear in my mind. The, the greater the guarantee, the least amount of value. I might be paraphrasing, but I think you get the point. If something's guaranteed, there's not a lot of value to it. So anything that's great, there's no, there's no guarantee to it. So uh, it, it's not guaranteed that you will, but your odds really, really go up that you'll be having a better relationship. So specific. M, measurable. Tuesday night. Once a week, 7 o'clock, communication, just about our dreams, just about our relationship, not business, not weather, not data, not information, but about our dreams, about our life, about our connection, about our love, about our romance, about our... So it's very, very measurable. Again, if you wrote it out, would your friends know exactly how to support you because it's so clear, it's so defined that they would be able to support you and they would be able to know how much you have left. Meaning, if it's, you know, coming around, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you haven't gone to your date night yet, someone can go, wait a minute, it's Tuesday's coming, you got everything scheduled, you got everything planned, there's anything I need to do for your business, whatever. So people can support you in it, okay? Uh, wait, uh, and that's why numbers are very, very handy is because if, if your goal is to lose uh, to release 20 pounds, then all you have to do is ever step on a scale and you know how much more you got to go. So your support team will know also. Okay, so M, measurable. A, you've probably heard this, you know, a couple of different ways, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm okay with either one, whatever one works for you. Achievable, attainable, you know, whatever, which one of those two works for you. And, and the whole idea behind this, the, the A part of it, is that you don't want to set yourself up to fail. Uh, you don't want to just put something there that you're not going to be able to do in a time frame. Now, see, that T, if you skip down or scoot over on that same line there to T, that's what, again, clearly finds a goal. Is It's got to have a time limit on it. You've got to put a time limit. And I know some people don't like that, but let me tell you why it works so well. Is if you have ever watched, for example, a... Um, Oh, gosh, hang on. What, what do you call those where they call in and they donate money? You know, like a telethon. I'm not sure if that's the right word I'm looking for, but I think I'm close. A telethon. You know, I used to watch the – it was Jerry Lewis telethon. I used to watch that all the time when I was a kid. And one thing that struck me that I thought was odd that I wanted them to change was they had the number. You know, they had Jerry Lewis there, and above it, they had the goal. They had the number. And I, in my mind, I always went, why do you limit it? Why don't you go further than that? And I, I never understood that. And I, I remember coming to basic course, and uh, Brian Clemmer, you know, who did my class, rest in peace, um, he put that up there, and he put time limit on it. And he goes, you've got to have a, a, a – I remember reacting. And then he explained it, and from that moment on, I've been a fan of it. I just didn't understand it. So if you imagine that you did not have a time frame, you did not have a limit, you did not have a, a goal, it would never get accomplished because – if you watch the telethon and, and you see them track it, and maybe the thermometer, United Way does that when the thermometer, you know, it starts off low, and the red line keeps getting higher and a little bit higher and a little bit higher. Well, what happens is when we start to connect in our mind and our heart that, my gosh, look, we only have this much more to go. We can do this. This is where people come out of the woodwork. This is where companies come out of the woodwork, start donating toward the end there because it's doable. People like doable. You would never have that if there never was that cap. They would never have it. 
Okay, so that's why time limit. You've got to have a time limit because it creates energy, it creates momentum. Okay, Versus, like if you're going to run a, a marathon, you know, and you went to the starting line and they hit the guns and then you start running, but they didn't tell you where to go. You imagine that? You don't know where to go. Just run. Pretty soon you're going to stop. You will stop. Your energy will drain. You will get tired. So that's why it's from here to here, and it's going to take me this much time. So make sure you always have a time limit on your goals. In the basic course, we always do 30 days. doesn't mean your goal has to be 30 days, but make sure you set a time frame to it. So now go back to the A. You've got to make sure that it's achievable in that time frame. Don't set yourself up to fail and then get to be right about something. So make sure that this goal is attainable in the time given. The corporate smart technique had the R as realistic. Now, this is where I believe it was middle management type and employees that you know, need to produce results, which I understand that. Um, but what PSI Seminar has done is take that model and shift it a little bit and, and taken the realistic out of it and put R as risk. I'm not, I'm not saying that one is right and one's wrong. I'm just saying the model that we use um, is, is risk. Is, is, is it? And, and why I like it, though, the R as risk, is it is, in my opinion, what makes a goal different than a task. A task is inside your box. It's inside your realm. You already know how to do it. You're, there's no strength. There's no, there's no challenge to a task. What makes a goal a goal is it's outside of your box. Some people set weight goals, yet they're really not outside of their box. And they don't know why they're not getting them. So, yes, you do want to set it right outside of your box. If you haven't done the basic course, then let me address that just a little bit different way. What we mean by get out of the box is that it's outside of your comfort area. It's outside of your comfort zone. And how you know it is emotions will tell you. You know, we will do one of these on emotions. And what I mean by that is that every emotion we have is a, a signal to you to pay attention to something in your life. Quick example, if you're, for example, if you're, uh, if you're afraid or you're in fear, the, the signal there is uh, be prepared. Prepare yourself for something that's about to come. Like if you're doing a speech and you're afraid, you're not prepared. So every emotion has a signal to us to, to pay attention to something in our life. So our emotions will tell us. If it's a task, there's no emotion. Make sure you hear that. If it's a task, there's no emotion. If there is an emotion, it's like, ah, I hate to have to do this. But there's no, there's no like fear. There's no challenge. There's no. And when you set a goal, if it's outside of your comfort zone, you're going to be uncomfortable. That's how you know it's a good goal. Is you're a bit uncomfortable. You start to doubt it. You start to believe that I don't know if this can happen. You start to question it. That means that you've set something right outside your comfort zone. Now, what's beautiful about that is if you can imagine it right outside your comfort zone, guess what you and I have to do to get that goal? Yeah, exactly. We have to expand the box. We have to expand for us to encompass that goal. And that's what makes a great goal is if it is risky, if it's right outside, not crazy out there, just one step past your box, when you achieve this goal, you had to grow. And then now once you get that goal, you make sure you set another one till the day you die. And that's a life of growth. That's a life of expansion. That's a life of freedom. That's a life of achievement is to keep setting another goal. Okay, so that's a, 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 just a, going back over the, the SMART technique. Okay, now, why don't we get our goals? That's what I want to address now. Is if you think about it, say that someone sets a, uh, a health goal, okay? And I want to be healthier or I want to be, you know, I want to get the weight off. I want to be at weight. You know, I want to be in shape. I want to, whatever it may be. Um, I don't know if you've ever done this before, but if you just go with that and go, I'm going to set a, a health goal and, you know, I, I'm really, really excited about this, and you start. Pretty soon, it's easy to lose momentum. 
it's easy to lose the drive, the certainty, as when you started. And I know everybody's on this call has experienced that before. You know, if you just look at, we just got to a new year. You know, and if you go to any gym right now, let's see, what is this? This is, yeah, we're still in it. Okay, so if you go to a gym right now, say you, say you take a spinning class, and you've been doing it for a long time, so you know the gym. You know January 1st, you have to get to that spinning class 45 minutes early to get a bike. You know that. 45 minutes early because it's packed. Okay, middle of January, 30 minutes. Beginning of February, you can be back at your normal time. Around four weeks. Now, some could stretch it to six. So let's just make that pretty much solid. By the middle of February, you can go back to your original time because those people are gone. Any gym knows this. Okay, so it's about four to six weeks. What happens? Where did it go? Where did the drive go? Where did the clarity go? Where did the enthusiasm go? Where did the certainty go? That's what I want to address today. That what's off? Where does this drive come from? And how can we instill a drive in us that makes this a lot easier? So here it is. Your goal, I'm going to suggest, has got to be part of something bigger. So now my question is, I know that this webinar is on goal achieving, so stay with me when I go where I'm about to go, and it'll make sense at the end, I'm hoping, is my question then is if you want to work on goals, my question to you then is what is your dream? What is your dream? Okay, so now we have task, we have goal, and then we have dream. Dream is bigger than a goal. So I'm going to suggest this. When you're clear on your dream and then you set goals that line up with that dream, you will achieve them. That's how we achieve the goal is that it's part of something much bigger that's where our drive comes from. That's where the fuel comes from. That's where the oomph comes from is this health goal is a part of something much bigger. Example, um, I guess the reason that came out was the health. Is that something really important to me right now? But see, it's not the health that is important. Let me explain. Um, I used to eat for fun. I used to eat for emotions. You know, uh, eat was fun. Go out and have a nice dinner, have fun, and enjoy people, and, and just eat whatever I wanted to eat. Now I've gotten older, I'm changing from eating for fun to eating for health. I ate for 50 years for fun. It's time for me to give that one up now. I've got to eat for health. But see, it's not even health. If I just focus on better health, I'll lose energy pretty quickly. I'll find myself wanting to go back to the good foods, you know, the, 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 the foods that I've enjoyed for so long. It, it doesn't take me long. When it becomes part of something much bigger than health, it makes it so much easier. I'm experiencing that right now in my life. It makes it so much easier. Got off gluten, getting off sugar, getting off alcohol, drinking a ton of water, much more energy, and it's not because of health. It's because my son, and now in another month about my son's, I'm 55 years old having kids again. My son will be out of high school, graduating from high school, and I'll be 70. So my health goals are mandatory. They're not a goal like, I hope I get it. No, it's unacceptable for me to be unhealthy for my children. Now, see, I hope you. Heard, I hope I communicated that. That when you have a dream to be 110 years old, um, one of my role models is a gentleman who just ran the marathon. Um, it took him a little bit of time, but he ran it, walked part of it, ran it. 104 years old, no medication, 
Man's not on any medication, eats great food, sharp thinker, 104 years old. Okay, I'm going to 110. I want to see my kids have a great life. And so eating healthy right now is mandatory. It's not even, I don't even have to think about it. I don't even have to, it's not a challenge whatsoever because I got really, really clear on my dream. So what I want to give you right now is an acronym for DREAM. Of course, any, if you don't like the words I'm using, you know, if you can find another one, please do. What, what works for you? But at least it'll start someplace, okay? So if you can imagine the word DREAM, you know, writing it down, maybe like the acronym that I'm going to give you here, and put these words in and see if it works for you. So let's go with D. And then write DESTINY. Your dream has got to be your destiny or, or part of it. I mean, like, I'm talking big, big time here now. From now until the end of your life that this dream encompasses that whole time frame, that your dream is your, is your destiny. It's that big. Okay, so make sure that when you dream, your dream is your destiny. It's why you're here. It's your purpose. It's why God or whatever you want to believe put you on this planet to fulfill this. Not a goal. A dream. Let yourself dream. Make sure it's your destiny. Okay? And then uh, write R. Now, this is one that I, I took from the smart technique because there's still a reason why we have to do this one. And the R would be, is there a level of risk to this dream? And the reason I say that now is when you work with dreaming, if there is no risk, there is no natural fuel to it. Uh, that uncomfortableness can drive us when it's a dream. So when you talk about a dream, about really significantly impacting the world, if it doesn't get you inside a little bit uncomfortable, you're not going to have the fuel to go do it. So you want to make sure that your dream is a risk for you. It's a challenge for you. Okay? Now look at the E. Critical one here. Are you emotionally connected to this dream? Like, does it stir you? Does it bring you to almost a tear or crying when you really, really get connected with it about what you're here to do? What is your message for this world? I truly believe that every human being who's here has a message for the world. It's why we're here. And I think part of our journey is to spend many years possibly figuring out what that message is. And I do believe this, that when you get clear on your message, what you're here to tell the world, there's already an instant market for your message. There are people here who are looking to hear it. That's why you have it, and that's why you brought it. So when I talk about emotionally connected, I'm talking at a, at a deep level. Does it, is it why you get out of bed with excitement and a drive? Because you have the opportunity to do something very, very big. You've got to get emotionally connected to it. And any person can do that themselves. Is All you have to do is just dream and look at what's possible and the effect that you can have. You know, and, and I think this would be a good time to insert this when I did the men's leadership um, course with PSI seminars. Um, there was one thing that I did get clear there is, uh, you know, if you think back on your life and you look at the people that had the biggest impact in your life, I mean, people that really shifted your life. Uh, a coach, a teacher, you know, somebody. I'm not talking just about a friend. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. I mean, they're great to hang around, they're fun, but I'm talking about where your life shifted. And you look back and you think of those people and you put them all in the same room and you actually took a look at each one of them and look at what they did. They all did the same thing. Because there's only one thing another person can do for another person that deeply impacts their life. And it is to support them, whatever words you want to use here, support them, help them, cause them to change the way they think. That's all those people did because of their, their lifestyle, the way that they live, the way that they think, the way that they treated you, the way that they cared for you, the way that they pushed you. If you say that they are a significant person in your life, 
you can look back and go, you think different because of them. And so when I got connected, that what I had the opportunity to do is to help people change the way they think and the profound difference that makes in somebody's life, I got very emotionally connected to it and still am, even more now. Even more now. Okay, so E, emotionally connected to it. Okay, A, what are the action steps? You've got to have focus. It's, this is what makes dream different from just dreaming. You know, the acronym dream to me is very different than just dreaming and having wonderful, nice thoughts. And No, the dream is now what are we going to go do? Right? What action am I going to start taking in my life to begin living this dream? You've got to have an action plan. Now, the great thing about an action plan is it, uh, it always varies. Uh, there's not just one action, you know. Um, it, it, it's like if you talk about a GPS system, you know, you put your final destination in the GPS, and then you start moving. You have to start driving the car. If you sit in the driveway, the navigation doesn't get to work. Once you start driving, then it can start working for you, and it'll start telling you which way to go. And say you make a wrong turn, guess what your navigation does? Yeah, it redirects. So does your intuition. So does a deep part of you, your superconscious mind, which is what we talk about in the basic course. It will direct you if we begin a journey of listening to it. We have the same navigation system. Okay? So it doesn't matter if you go out and you take action and you start talking to people and you knock on people's doors and you start, even if it's a direction that wasn't the best direction, you're moving. You get that? You're moving. And if you keep moving, you'll be directed. You will always be directed. But just like in that car, you've got to take action. So you've got to get moving. You've got to. And my recommendation on any dream is first that one, is go out and start talking to people. Open your mouth. Do not let your message die inside of you. Open your mouth and tell the world. And now a lot of people are going to fight me on this one. No, don't tell people your goal because, or your dream because they'll put it down. I use that for strength. I absolutely use that for strength. If someone puts down a dream of mine, I have to go inside and validate my dream. And so I actually look up and say, thank you. Thank you for causing me in this moment to go back and validate when that dream is threatened. So I, I don't believe don't tell anybody because we are connected. That person knows somebody else. That person knows somebody else. Open your mouth. Tell people. Okay, last one is M, which is what is your method of getting this dream? You've got to have a method. Okay, now, I'm going to give you the method right now. Actually, I just gave it to you. Now, your method is setting goals. The method of achieving a dream is to start setting goals now. And now your goals will be in alignment with your dream. And I promise you, if you'll do this, if you'll just reassess your goals, reassess your dream, or maybe create one, and you start setting goals that are completely in alignment with your dream, watch what happens. Watch. Get ready. Because it's going to happen. You've got a drive in you like you cannot even imagine. Tired cannot exist in this realm. So the idea behind this whole thing, and then I'm going to start taking some questions here, is make sure that you're clear on a big dream. What are you here to do? What difference do you want to make in this world or to people or to, you know, I don't want to limit it to that. Whatever it is that your dream is, get clear on that first. And then make sure every goal that you set lined up with that. And you will get, I would say, all of them. And the only reason I wouldn't, I hesitate on that. The only reason that we don't is I believe that at a bigger level, we were not supposed to get that one. I think you know what I'm talking about by that. If it's God's will that we don't get a specific one, then that's why we don't. But all the other ones, absolutely, we'll get them. So let's take some questions. Oh, great. We've got quite a few questions here. I love that acronym for DREAM. I wrote that down. That's awesome. So first off, we have um, DW here wants to know, how do I discover what my goals are? And I'm going to put that together with JW, who 
asks, how do you determine what really is a goal? Okay, so how do I determine what a goal is? And then the first one was... How do I discover what my goals are? Oh, how do I discover what my goals are? Okay, got it. I hope I did um, answer both of those. Let me just do it really quickly. Um, When it comes to setting goals, I strongly recommend hold back on the goals first and get your dream clear. If we're just setting goals because we think we should have goals, let, let me give you an example. If you set a goal to make money, I'm going to suggest that's not the greatest thing we can do. I know that we all have to have money, but see, money's not your dream. No one wants to make money for money's sake. You want to make money because you want to spend it <laughs> or leave it or donate it. I'm, just, I'm playing, but I think most of us do. We want to make money so that we can go play. One of the things that is our instinct is to travel. We are built, we are made to travel, to explore. When, you're, when you see a little kid go to the beach, they don't lay on a towel and read a book. They're exploring. We're designed to explore. And if you had all the money that you needed, you'd be on a plane or you'd be on a ship or you'd be someplace exploring the world. I promise you would be. And so it's not money that we're really hungry for. It's, it's, it's going to another country and meeting people that don't even speak the same language and having a great time that night and, and having a toast in Greece, and, and, and that's, that, that'll get you money, okay? So before you just start setting goals, may take some time. Do some courses. If you haven't done courses, do courses. Get out of your daily routine. Get into some courses. Do some work. I, don't, I really don't even care which course you do. Obviously, if you're going to do the, the ones that we have here, is you start with the basic course. And you get in and you spend some time with yourself. You get rid of some of the clutter in our mind and you can start un, un, unraveling a, a dream. Um, and and, and do, do all kinds of courses. Do courses all the time. I hope your commitment to personal development requires you doing courses, not reading books. I mean, reading books are fine. Make sure you're in courses with people. Okay, to uncover what is your real dream. And then, really, it's unconscious at that point. Once you know my dream is to have an incredible family relationship as I get older and us traveling all over the world and me having a sharp mind, I'm not going to have phanasia. I'm not going to have dementia. I'm not going to have Alzheimer's. I'm not going to have autoimmune deficiency. I'm not going to. I'm going to have fun with my family as I get older. So when I set a health goal, when I set a weight goal, when I set an eating goal, it's very, very simple. So dream big first, and then set goals that always line up with your dream. And I hope that answered both those questions. How do you know what a goal is? Is you do pull out the SMART technique. And if you're questioning if my goal is a goal, put it to the SMART technique. And if it's off, adjust it before you ever start going out there and getting the goal. If you set the goal right, at the beginning, it makes the journey a lot easier. Okay? All right, next question. Uh, WM wants to know how to dream big and remain realistic at the same time. <laughs> well, WM, um, <laughs> that's a great question. So, you know, I would love to, to be able to have a conversation and find out, you know, what do you really mean by realistic and all this, but I guess where I'm going to have to go with this is um, there are two different realms. Um, one is being able to see the future. Now, you have to understand, if you think that's a little bit weird or odd, um, we are the only species on the planet who has that ability. And it's an ability that we were given is to be able to see something that does not exist right now. Animals do not dream of a better life. Animals do not get together, create little PLD teams and set goals and have friendly competitions, and they don't do that. Um, Human beings are the only creature on this planet who can imagine something that does not exist right now, and we've been given that tool to be able to create. Everything starts with thought. And when you think about dreaming and creating, it's always in the future. We've been given that ability because that's the first stage is you've got to be clear. You know, if you think about an ocean liner, 
what gets that ocean liner out in the open ocean. You know, it's not the fuel, it's not the propeller, it's not the crew, it's not the people, it's not the money, it's none of that that gets that ship out in the open ocean. It's a decision. Until that captain makes a decision, everything sits. Everything's prepared, but the propellers don't turn. The tugboat doesn't move. The captain's got to make a decision, and then everything starts lining up. It's actually the same thing. We visualize, we get clear on what we want, and then things start getting activated. Okay, so that's dreaming. That's being able to see in your mind what you want to create. And then where do I deal with realistic about my dream? My dream's never going to be realistic. Let me say that again. My dream is never going to be realistic. The Golden Gate Bridge was not realistic. Going to the moon was not realistic. Dreams are not realistic. That's what makes them beautiful. So when I deal with being realistic, um, I'm not sure where that even plays a part in this. Um, if it does, it's going to be in the area of goal setting. Um, if you're going to do that, is you want to maybe make sure that your tasks are realistic because there's not a lot of challenge in that. When it comes to a goal, you know, your goals don't have to be crazy. They don't have to be way out there. So if we're going to deal with reality and being realistic, then maybe it would be in the goal area of, you know, being real to uh, one date night a week. Okay. Um, let's go with realistic on uh, my health, which would be um, every day um, having a health shake. You know, now that I think about it, that's realistic. You know, I can do that. I can, I can have that. Uh, now, the course of challenge is, of course, every day, of course, but that's pretty realistic. But I want to just make sure I'm clear that there's no realistic in dreaming. Dream big. You know, have you heard that uh, think globally, act locally? Dream big. And then when it comes to setting goals, yes, maybe that's a little bit more realistic in the goal process. But don't be realistic in your dreams. Okay. Okay, next, J.W. Uh, wants to know, how do I figure out my calling in life? Nice. Um, my calling. I guess how I'm going to hear that is what I talked about a moment ago, my message. And, I, you know, again, I'm not really sure what you mean by my calling. I think we're talking the same thing. Like, what am I here to do? You know, what am I called to do? Well, I truly do believe that everybody does have a calling, or uh, I'll use message. I do believe everybody who's here has a message for this world, has a part to play in this big, big, wonderful, beautiful puzzle. Um, so I would do this. If you're not clear on your message, okay, let me, maybe let me re redefine message. Um, it's not like it's a phrase. It's not like it's a sentence. That's not, that's not what I mean by message. It's like, you have specific energies, you have specific talents, you have specific things that you can bring to this world and give to the world. Um, like, for example, I do courses for PSI seminars. I'm very, very clear on my message. My message is to, to, uh, to support people in changing the way that they think. And so that's what I'm here for. That's my message is to help people change the way they think. Now, that said, um, when that's my calling, that's, that's, that's what it is. It's my calling. It's what I'm here to do. Now, was that given to me? Was that told to me? No, it wasn't. What it was, how I got that, was I started doing courses. I've never done courses before, 1988. Never did a course. I started doing a course, I started thinking. I started looking inward. Instead of just doing normal routine, I start looking inward. I start dreaming. I start thinking things. I start opening my mind up a lot. And then what my recommendation is, is once you start opening your mind like this, I want you to pay close attention to your emotional state. Because wherever your, your, your message is, whatever your calling is, you're going to know it by when you come across it, you're going to be passionate about it. There's going to be an emotion that is pulling you to that. Because if you look at your life, there's a lot of things that you're not passionate about. There's a lot of things that you don't get emotional about. There are some things that you look at and you go, my gosh, I would love to do that. 
give you an example. Saturday, October 1988, sitting in a course called the Basic Seminar. First time. I saw Brian Klimmer do the class. And I had something come through me so strong. And I said to him, I got to do this. I got to do this. And I followed my heart. What I mean by that was the emotion, that passion, that, oh, I've got to do it. And, and, and I know this is overused right now. For some reason, it's really picked up steam. Whatever you do, don't quit. You know, no matter what. You know, pain is temporary. Quitting is forever. Um, I went through hell. I mean, I did. The whole training process, the whole rejection of myself and everything. But you know what? I never quit because the emotion never quit. I really wanted to do it. So be in the world. Open doors. Knock on doors. Talk to people. Be engaged in the world. Connect with the world and listen to your emotions. Your emotions will point you in the direction of your calling or your message. Okay? Great. We have a number of questions about how to prioritize your goals. Um, and NM here asks, what's a good way to figure out what goals to reach first? Okay. So the, 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 the challenge I have with that is I'm just not sure if any of them are more important than the other ones. When, hang on. <laughs> when it comes to, if you have a clear dream, okay, and you're emotionally connected to it, and it's your purpose, and you're like, this is what I'm here to do, and then you go to the M in, 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 in dream, and, and you start working on your method and your action, well, you're going to set goals. And I really don't believe one is more important than the other. When you set goals that line up with your vision, every one of those are important. Put action in all of them. I don't think it would be serving you to make sure that you prioritize. Now, maybe, I don't know, because of circumstances, maybe one would work a little bit better over here at this time. That's fine. I don't think it's necessary. I really don't to prioritize. Go for them. Write them down. Go for them. Maybe there's a goal that works better for you in the morning that you focus on. Well, then do some of that goal. And then maybe there's one at night that's a little bit different when you're by yourself or laying down in bed. You could be reading and, and work on that goal. So as far as prioritizing, I'm going to say it's, I don't think it's that mandatory. What's mandatory is that your, your goals line up with your dreams. Then it doesn't make any difference. Okay. Okay, we also have quite a few questions on time management. And BB here wants to know how to manage time effectively and stay focused and consistent. You cannot manage time. Wouldn't that be horrible if I just said, okay, cat, next? Um, <laughs> think about it. You cannot manage time. Time is ticking away right now. We're getting closer to the death. I mean, it, it, that's just, I know that's harsh, but it's its what is. Now, that's realistic right there. Um, what I mean by that is you cannot manage time. Time is taken away. You can only manage you. You can only manage you. You're the operator. Time is ticking by. What are we doing in this moment right now? So I would like to see a shift made from how do I manage my time to how do I manage my thinking? How do I manage my thinking? What priorities? We're going to talk priorities. Is my thinking. Most important thing that can be done is our thinking. Um, so when it comes to managing my time, um, I don't really, again, think that that is that important. Now, what I mean by that is, I mean, like when I do courses, I mean, I've got to be on time. I understand that. Um so when it comes to making sure that I am on time and I keep my schedule, um, one thing that does work for me is when I wake up in the morning, I fill out a productivity sheet. And the productivity sheet is for my intention. And, uh, you know, you, you can get one. There's a the way that you can connect and get one of these through PSI seminars. Um, 
It's just called PSI Seminar Productivity Sheet, and it's very, 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 very a miracle as far as your time management, if we're going to call it that. What it does is it gets your mind very focused in the morning. Your morning time is when your brain is the freshest. It is the best time to use your brain. We have about 50,000 thoughts a day, okay? And it's easy to go through a day and be distracted and look up at 2 o'clock in the afternoon and go, I have got everything done. I'm not, I'm not producing because it's how we started the day is to before you ever look at a phone, before you ever look at a computer, before you ever look at a screen of any kind, you make sure that you get your intention clear of that day. And I'm not talking about a to-do list, okay? Uh, A productivity sheet is um, getting your mind focused on what is important today. Because if you don't get your mind clear on what's important, you're subject to everything else out there. You're subject to everybody else's agenda. Uh, If you get clear on your agenda, all the other agendas do not distract you as much. So you, you fill out, what are the projects I'm focusing on today? Or even if it's a vacation, what am I focusing on today? Is it focusing on my wife, my kids, and leaving my business behind and really focusing on them? It's whatever you want to focus on. Okay, so you start writing. And it's self-explanatory. It's, it's very simple. You just start writing. It doesn't take much. Five minutes to do the whole thing, really, once you get used to it, I think. Um, but this is the very bottom of it. It's got a line, two lines that says, how am I going to be for myself today? This is different than the to-do list. So what you wrote above it was the things that I want to get handled today. What's important to me today? Who are those people that are important that I connect with today? And it's in business or it's in relationships. It doesn't matter. And then the bottom is, how am I going to be today? And see, what that's, that's the way to be the most effective is you setting your mind early in the morning, not the night before. It's not, it's been proven not to work as much as the morning, okay? So, um, how am I going to be today? Bold, exciting, passionate, relaxing. So, how am I going to be for myself today? Two of them, pick two. Write them down on that productivity sheet. The next one is, how am I going to be for other people today? I'm going to be caring. I'm going to be excited. I'm going to be inspiring. I'm, see, this is what leaders do. They create their day before it ever starts versus being subject to whatever's going on in the world. 70% of your day is spent looking at a screen, they say, whether that's a phone, whether that's a computer, whether that's a TV. You eliminate that from your morning time. And if you have to get up two hours earlier than that, if you have to get on online to get on your business, wake up earlier and get your intention very, very clear in the morning. It's the best way to be a manager of yourself. Okay? Great. We have more than anything else, lots and lots of questions about motivation. Uh, so what are some techniques or some ideas or ways to stay motivated? Got it. I like this one. Okay. So uh, since we did already cover uh, the main point on that, which is um, you've got to make sure that there's something bigger than your goal. Um there's got to be a dream. Um, goals are, are made to get our dreams. Goals aren't made to be the, the end all. So you've got to have something bigger. There's your biggest motivation right there. When you get clear, so clear, you don't have to. It, that, that's intention mechanism is what you're asking me right there. You don't have to focus on the mechanism. Motivation is a mechanism. Drive is a mechanism. You don't focus on the mechanism. You don't focus on the energy. You don't focus on the motivation. Okay? You focus and you keep your mind on your dream. If you ever feel a lack of motivation, you're having a lack of thought. Your energy, your motivation always is in alignment with the way that you think. Okay, so when you wake up and you get really, really clear on your purpose, because I hope today was your big day. I really do. Was today was your big day. And then tonight, when you start getting ready for bed and you start thinking about tomorrow, can you believe what a, a incredible big day you have tomorrow? Possibly one of your biggest days of your life. Why not think that way? It helps so much to be motivated. You start thinking that way often enough, you'll start believing it. You'll start getting really excited about your, one of the biggest days of your life tomorrow. 
Um, so don't focus on motivation. Don't focus on drive. Focus on your dream. Get really, really clear of having great relationships. As my sons are older and I'm playing football with them and I'm chasing them and tackling them and they're looking up at me and like, man, you're old, but dang, you're running fast, right? Now, I know that sounds a little weird, but I tell you what, that gets me so turned on. That gets me so motivated to see my wife out there playing football with all of us. That's, what, that's where your motivation comes from, not focusing on motivation. Focus on your dream. Focus on – think about this. When I get to go do a class, PSI seminars, I'm going to do Denver here in just a little bit. When I'm going there, I'm getting on a plane and realizing that I could be fundamentally responsible for people changing the way they think. And they'll leave that class, and they will go have a better life. And when I can focus on that and see them going home with their kids and daddy coming home more excited than tired and relationship now that they can look at mom and dad and they have a model now that they want to have a relationship. They want to get married. They want to, when I start thinking that way, there's no lack of motivation and there never will be. Ever, when you start seeing those pictures in your mind, then your motivation follows. Okay? All right, last question. Uh, DJ asks, how to stop procrastinating, break bad habits, and believe in your abilities? Um, procrastination. I, I've got a little bit of a weird approach to procrastination. Um, let me put it this way. When you're clear on a dream and you start setting goals, and you find yourself in that state of a really, really strong procrastination, but please hear the first part of it. If you're clear on your dream and you're, you're setting goals that line up with that dream, then if you do feel procrastination, I'm going to say it's there for a reason. It's not a bad thing. It's there to serve you. It's pulling you away for a moment. So what can we do in that moment? We can pull back if we're not feeling that motivation, we're feeling like I'm just, I want to do something, I want to put it off later. Then I'm saying that that's a gift for you. And that's a time to just stop and reassess, to get clear again, to start closing your eyes and start seeing the dream again. Um, you'll, if you keep doing this, you'll figure out why that procrastination comes in and pulls you away for a little bit. It's not a bad thing. And the reason I think it's not a bad thing is because we have it and we all have it. It cannot be a bad thing. It's just we probably don't understand what it's for. So start understanding for you what that's for. What do you need to look at a different way? But it's a, it's a time for you to think. It's not a time for you to do action or else we'd be doing action. So if you feel that strong procrastination, chill. Stop and think. And then, if, you, if anything else fails and you're not sure why, close your eyes and think to yourself and ask this question, why am I procrastinating? Every time you ask your brain a question, you will get an answer. Guaranteed it's the way the brain is designed. It might take a little bit, but you'll get one. But we often don't ask ourselves questions. So if you feel procrastination setting in, do some thinking reassess, look around, and if something's still not clear, then ask yourself, why am I procrastinating? And then listen. And then take action on whatever that message to you is, because there will be one. Okay? Great. So um, that's really all the time that we have for the call. Uh, is there anything else, any uh, closing tips that you have for us? Anything you want to leave us with? Well, um, this one was 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 pretty. Um, there's only really two parts to it, you know. Uh, I, I guess my message would be: um, take time um, and look at your dream, not your goals. Look at your dream. Look at it this way: for all the basic graduates out there, your goal is a mechanism to get your dream. So instead of just setting goals and hopefully we get them take a moment to please for you dream and get clear on your dream 
get clear on your as the as someone asked earlier you're calling go there first get really clear on that and then set some goals that line up with that because goals that we set that do not line up with your purpose whether you know your purpose or not when you set a goal that does not line up with your purpose it's almost impossible to get it's so hard to get but the ones that you do set that line up with your purpose it's natural so get clear on your dream use the acronym and then set goals that line up with that and you're in good shape Wonderful. What an awesome call. Thank you so much, Tim, for sharing your insights on goal achieving with us. You had some great, great content tonight. Thank you. I love this. I love this work. I love you. I love being able to do this. And I'm looking already forward to the next one. Wonderful. And thank you to everyone listening in. We hope that you enjoyed the call and have some new tools to move you forward in the pursuit of your dreams and goals. You definitely don't want to miss next month's call. It's scheduled for Tuesday, February 9th. You can register now at psiteleseminars.com. And remember to ask your questions when you register. Again, that's psiteleseminars.com. As many of you know, we post live updates during the call on our Facebook page, and we love having your input. Go to facebook.com forward slash PSA seminars and share your thoughts. Let us know what you got out of the call and uh, what your goals are for 2015. Again, for those of you who are new to PSI seminars and would like to find out more about the PSI Basic Seminar or any of our advanced courses, you can go to psiseminars.com where you'll find information about all of our courses as well as the dates and locations for upcoming classes. That's psiseminars.com. Again, thank you everyone for being on the call tonight. We appreciate you taking the time out to listen in. Have a great night.